This is Wendy N. Wagner, writer and editor, and I'm here with Legends of Tabletop. Yeah, if you oh want to do God, that, John. surrounded. There's so much shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like seven greater demons. <laughs> March forward. I'm assuming there was an ulterior motive for Jesse and Bessie to stay. So it might be good if we do leave it there and then throw it back to them to see what kind of, you know, idle hands are the chaos yeah. demons play thing. So I'm assuming something is up. Do you guys have anything planned? <laughs> I mean, no, if, if honestly, no. I just yeah. thought it was. <laughs> so yeah, like if you have a thing it. that you, yeah, like if you had a thing you want to do, that's fine. You, we're more. I'm more than happy to kick it over to you guys. But if it was more narratively, it makes more sense. Then yeah. we can me. have them go to their conversation. So yeah, yeah, because we do actually have to have the conversation so that the. Yeah, the listeners are in on the plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, shit. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, I-, I lost my will save to myself. Um, <laughs> no. no. So I guess I will. For I, anybody. I knew there was intrigued, something up. See, <laughs> in, intrigued and bored. Uh, Kynock <laughs> will start kind of what he because I think he and check me if I'm wrong on this. I know that. Uh, I think that Kynok knows that. I mean, he was eating demon flesh. Yeah. So something went wrong, but I'm not entirely sure if he knows what. Like, he's making the link of, like, they killed the demon and the and, and there's the, the runes and everything. And so he yeah. saw that. And so I think he's he has, like, a couple of pieces, but he doesn't really know exactly what happened and why everything happened. And and out of pure boredom, I think he might investigate slightly. Okay, sure. I mean, yeah, he might have not made the connection between because you're in sort. It was sort of like it makes you sort of like a. Well, I'm in. I'm I'm not saying I, I'm not sure canonically like puts you in like a trance trance, but it's more like a trance. So, so like. Yeah, it's like a you know a siren song when you're seeing it at right. the time you're seeing it. So you yeah you could have the pieces, but not necessarily yeah like yeah. in the front of your mind think like oh if I read those again, like I could get corrupted into eating, go insane for a second and eat demon exactly bodies. And there again. is no more. There's no demon flesh around here. Yeah, and he's also very interested. I mean he's interested in the fact that they were able to manifest chaos over on this side. So yeah, I think I'll, I'll kind of search around a little bit, try to do it. Not completely out in the open. Just are you searching around outside or are you going back in? Uh, in. Okay. So, so you are outside for sure. 
like hanging out. There's Venari's kind of private guard. They're standing around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jarnan's, you know, tweaking the flamer so that it's, mm-hmm. you know, even even better. And then I assume you just don't say anything and kind of just like kind of like walk. wander. Yeah, yeah. Just you just like kind of like slowly or like whatever, and then you just kind of wander in. Yes. Um, uh, can I make an awareness check to? S- yeah, yeah. I was gonna have you do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, uh, it's gonna be like pretty easy because like nothing's happening and he's not sneaking so it's like give yourself like a plus 20 because like he's not trying to hide doing it he's just doing it well i rolled a 19 okay so if you're giving me a plus 20 i seize him (laughs) okay even without Um, the plus 20 i would have yeah yeah you see him like He's not like trying to hide or even being weird. He's just kind of like looking around and like, you know, taking the like, see, you know, kind of, he looks interested. And yeah. then you see him start like just kind of nonchalantly heading down the first couple, like the little, little, little pathway into the cave. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even like Kynok was looking to see if nobody saw him or anything like that. He's just like kind of looking around. It's like, nope, don't see anything out here. Uh, eh, I'll check back inside. Yeah, I just imagine you're kind of like, <laughs> I don't know, like, why don't I just go and see while I'm here? Like, why not? What else are we I doing? I got time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you just see him kind of like looking curious and just, you see, he goes he goes into the, you know, the little shadow of the cave entrance. All right, well, once he gets like a few steps in, I'm going to turn to Kane's guys out with us. I'm going to be like, you stay here. I'm going to go see what the hell he's doing and I'm going to follow after him. Not trying to be stealthy, just yeah, walking casually. But I'm Roger not that. look casual. Okay. They keep like they're kind of like they're keeping watch. They're pretty I mean they're trained guys, so they they're definitely on, you know, watching, but you know, they're also kind of shooting the shit a little bit. They go back and they're like, "Yeah, got it." Like they're on they're on watch and they, you know, kind of they start walking the perimeter again. Uh, are you trying to walk fast enough to catch up to him, or are you just, like, following? Just following. I'm not okay. even, like, trying to keep a, my distance. I just am curious where he's going. Okay. Uh, Kynok makes it down the steps and back into the the temple area. All right. Uh, yeah. So see the same things, uh, although within the fight, obviously, some of the Psyker ash corpse things have been smashed apart and obliterated mm-hmm. and are blowing, you know, blew around or whatever. And yeah, there's although uh, the demon body was burned, right? Is that yeah, I incinerated that thing. Yeah, okay. So there's some ashes, there's some smoke. Yep. All right. So yeah, um, can I investigate what I have in terms of uh what they if is there a way I can figure out how the ritual was performed and in kind of if there's any any overt signs as to exactly what it entailed? Uh, I know that it was you know there there was obviously a sacrifice of life, um, but if there's any specific patterning to the placement of the bodies and correlation to the room or anything like that. Um, you wouldn't need necessarily a check mm-hmm. 
for that other than so they were in a circle mm-hmm. or so not really there's there is like sort of an altar at the back right not like in the wall but like in the back of the circle and they were kind of like around right okay. so there would be like an altar so theoretically someone would perhaps be performing a ritual and then you would have these you know 12 psychers like in a ring coming from that altar um you do some of them are obviously had been crushed and all that stuff if you did a should have to do like a scrutiny check or some or a knowledge a straight like knowledge check or intelligence check to remember they do seem to be in sort of specific positions like the bodies weren't just like standing there they were in specific like hand and like hand and arm positions Mm -hmm. as if that may have been important as well uh other than that the you you see some of them so you would you can make a mental note of that now Mm -hmm. uh for sure uh any of the other ones, if you wanted more specifics, I'd have you just like roll an intelligence, I guess, to see if you remembered what position they were in when you got there. The ones that had been kind of obliterated by the fight. Mm. Uh, other than that, you get the impression um, you don't see anything on the altars. There's not like a book or anything, mm. but you get a gut feeling that like, reading those like those runes probably tell you something about the ritual if you just studied them hmm. and they're runes on the they altar are, are you talking about the runes on the wall scratched itself? on the wall <laughs> the okay. ones you looked at earlier and yeah. were like started to get obsessed with looking at you feel uh-huh. like they're like some power of that ritual must mm-hmm. be because it was such a powerful chaos ritual, like those runes have to be important. Mm-hmm. You don't know how to read them per se. If right. you studied them, perhaps you could commit some of them to memory and then look it up later. Or perhaps if you studied them hard enough, you could see their meaning via the warp. You don't know. It's possible. Although you are a somewhat tempered psychic uh, or psyker because of the you know, navigator, they right. kind of put the chain, the, you know, they put the regulator on your, or the, the governor on your engine. So you can only <laughs> go certain speed, but yep. you know, you do have the ability to see the warp in ways. So that may also tell you something. All right. So I think in that case, I'll, it, it's a perspective issue he feels. And so I think that um, he will stand at the altar and and study things from that aspect and that that angle and see if if there is anything else that comes to light in terms of the the runes and such perhaps it is you know uh it it's almost like uh like looking at a a painting that's supposed to be viewed from a, or a sculpture yeah, that's supposed yeah. to be viewed from a specific angle maybe he was just off and so that's why things went went askew 
so to speak. Um, so perhaps being at the altar, he will get a the more the intended viewing angle for this area. And so I okay. will, in fact, stand at the altar and kind of hands on it and see what comes of it. Okay. Uh, as you're, you you start moving toward the altar. Uh, Jernan, you kind of were there. He was sort of in a little, a few steps into the room. You walk in and you see him. He's definitely like was looking around and like looking at the, uh, like the psyker body charred bodies that are left. Uh, and was kind of like taking, like looking at them and kind of walking around a little bit and seemed to be kind of checking out just like what was in the room, how it was positioned. Uh, and you see him start walking toward the altar. And I guess if, and barring you like yelling at him or tackling him or something, he goes and stands in front of the altar. Yeah, no, I'm not going to tackle him at all. It's unless he actually starts doing something, I'm just kind of observing. Okay. Uh, do you do anything? He, Kynok has walked up uh, and he's kind of behind the altar and kind of looking around. No, but I'm not trying to like hide or anything. So if he looks back towards where the entrance is, then I'm, he will see me. Yeah. So you turn around, you're at the altar, you look and uh, Charnan is standing in the, the doorway in the archway leading in. And so, yeah, he'll see, Jarn, and then he goes, ah, so you were a curious bird as well. Uh, yeah. What are you curious about? Uh, just simply the existence of this of this ritualistic room. It's, it's a peculiarity. I do not know exactly why it exists. Well, I suppose in, in a certain aspect, we know why it existed, but, uh, but simply who created it? Why is it down here? Uh, Many questions to be answered. All right. Well, you look around, and if you summon anything, I will burn it to death. Guaranteed. That is uh, that is not my intent, and I have a feel for my my rough uh, my my rough study that that unless we were to bring twelve brand new people in here and pose them in a very specific fashion that nothing would come of it. So I believe that we are perfectly safe being in here so long as it's the two of us. Alright, then I will leave you to your investigation and then I'm gonna start actually walking kind of around the room and see if I notice anything kind of like poking at the wall in random places with my flamethrower. Okay. Not on, just the nozzle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you go around, you can, you can like, yeah, poke and prod just to see it, like, you know, at the, like, if there's anything, yeah, hidden or any of that. Uh, the question is, well, okay, I need for sure a uh, willpower from Kynock. That is a 56 out of 65. Okay. Um, I guess the other question I should have actually asked you is uh, you're looking at the room in a holistic way. Are you trying to read the runes or are you trying to look at at like as some sort of pattern 
or something? Or are you trying to commit any of them to memory, right? Because they're like, you know, specific runes drawn mm-hmm. everywhere I, in pattern, you know? Yeah, I think that he, A, would look at as an overall pattern. And if he saw anything that was repeated, he would attempt to uh, read that and commit that to memory to see. Because obviously, if it's, if it's repeated multiple times within the room, then it serves some type of importance. Okay. Um, so immediately, you do not feel compelled to study them anything more deeply. Mm-hmm. However, uh, m- mainly because... There does seem to be rhyme and reason to the way the runes are drawn. However, you don't, there are like, uh, like the same symbols do show up on the walls at places, but it's not like there's like, like, you know, step one, step two, step three, and you right, can yeah. obviously tell like a structure per se. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're certainly the same symbol. Like it is like an alphabet. So mm-hmm. they are used over and over, uh, in some cases, but you don't, there's nothing that you would like try to commit like a certain passage or anything to memory unless right. you just start, unless you really studied it, you might be able to discern something, but that's going to be your decision of whether you believe that's a good idea or not, or how long you want to start staring at stuff, whether you need to make more willpower tests. I mean, I think I'll, I'll, as long as we're here, there's, I mean, depends on how long it takes, uh, takes them to get back. So this is kind of what we're doing. Okay. So, so I will, so Kynok will go more in depth with the studying, the longer it takes. So he has surveyed the room found some from some repeating things kind of starts to study those sees if there's any breakdown in that and then at that point if they are still not back he will then begin to uh attempt to find correlation between the symbols and the repetition of those and the bodies and even go into like attempting to maybe decipher uh parts of it find out like where the ritual starts if there's any uh any you know clear or or subversive symbolism to you know if there is a step one like (laughs) sure sure okay you um how long before you guys went in, right? I mean, I guess... Yeah, that's one question. Time, one question is probably 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> wow. How no long did it take around. us to get there? <laughs> I mean, like, it takes like an hour uh, in the shuttle to get there, at least. So it's at least two hours before they're back. That's barring their conversation and anything <laughs> else that they're doing so, so Kynok looks at his space watchman like fuck it's 10 minutes i guess they're not coming back <laughs> like oh that's boring i'm tired i'm already bored I'm just this is taking a lot longer than i thought it was going to <laughs> yeah that's where i'm like uh yeah that one is uh i mean that's... he probably he he probably once once he heard that um that jarnan was hanging back that was it was his 
kind of intent from the beginning to go back and stop <laughs> this place. So. Okay. Uh, in that case, you're, you're, I, th- yeah, he's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse gets a third character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Let me look at this point. You're definitely going to get corruption points. Oh, Jesus. Um, so what's your dex, Jesse? <laughs> <Or> your agility? <laughs> uh, all, uh, I'm, good. Is that? We're going to see what happens. Um, we'll see how bad it is. Because um, <laughs> that's a lot of... Uh, okay, well, it, it will also depend uh, because someone will also... I mean, you do have someone there that will see it. Um, right. you, like at least Jarnan can stop me if I start really going fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm hoping. Um, depends Jarnan, on how are you like... You're looking for physical like abnormalities, right? Like a door, like a like a hidden thing, not like looking at like the runes or anything, right? And are you immune to some aren't you immune to some sort of corruptions? Uh a lot of different things. <laughs> um I'm immune the one big thing that I'm immune to is uh demonic presence effects. Okay. Um and then just I can roll to like I reduce my corruption gain by one and like just a whole bunch of shit. All right. Uh, and are you, and are you actively looking at the runes as a, like, are you interested in those or no, are you I, just, I can't read them. So I'm like, he'll deal with those and I'm okay. looking for like physical doors. And okay. you'll deal with the man. Yeah. Um, and then I'll deal with him. Okay. Uh, in that case, uh, you don't, notice any like uh physical i mean it's it's a room there's no secret hidden stuff that you can tell uh at least around the 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 sides of the room at this point i'm i'm just gonna go straight uh give me a willpower test uh let's see 18 out of 50 oh Okay. Uh, you're, I mean, for the rest of the scene, you're not really drawn unnaturally to any of the, the runes or anything. Um, uh, Kai not give me a willpower as you start investigating the things. As an 89 out of 65. <laughs> Is okay. that good or bad? It's really bad. Point of view. Uh, Let's see. Uh, So that's three, uh, two degrees. Two, yeah. (sighs) Well, I was. You have fade points. Yeah, but I'm wondering if I need to save those for (laughs) (laughs) for when Jordan likes to roll. (laughs) Right. Uh, So I'm going to get you, like, you're going to get a pretty good benefit. And also potentially a really not good detractor. So we're going to find out what's what. I made an agreement with myself and I'm tr- I was like, should I roll it back? I'm not rolling it back. I'm gonna... <laughs> so while all this is going on, so the skull was up over top of the dome. So mm-hmm. when it sees the movement, like it marks it, 
And then I guess like as it recognizes Kynok and then Jarnan, it kind of like back down <laughs> into the room. So it's like up, like watching everything. It's just recording everything that happens. Okay. Nice. For the postmortem. <laughs> yeah. You thought having a third eye was good. Wait till you get a fourth eye. <laughs> wow. Okay. This is really good. Uh, that was really good. Uh, you get eight corruption. <laughs> oh, that's nothing. Yeah, I rolled a two d ten, man. So you got lucky. <laughs> I was it. What for every degree you got a d ten potential corruption? I'm only at thirty four now. Ooh, thirty four. I, I think that might bump. Does that? I think that gives you a potential yeah. mutation. Yeah. Uh, every thirty corruption points, you must make a test against two characteristics of your choice. Or suffer a random minor mutation. You can't okay. test against the same characteristic twice to resist that particular. You don't roll. Go for it. Get the mutation. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. Also, before that, let's do. Did you go? You went from a twenty to a thirty-two, so that's going to be a malignancy test as well. You can do the. You can do the mutation test. That's fine. Okay. Okay. You want me to do that now? Uh, yes. So you okay. choose two character, two different characteristics, okay, and see if you roll under either of them. All right, I'm gonna go for my toughness and my intelligence. Okay. My toughness is a forty. My intelligence is a fifty-three. Okay. And I rolled a twenty. Okay. You roll twice. Two, two. Tests. Oh, oh, two, two different tests. Okay. A 20 and a 29. Wow. All right. You resisted the mutation. Congratulations. Yay. And make a note of that because <laughs> you can't test against others until you test again. Uh, you can't test Got against those two down. again. Because <laughs> by the time you hit 90 corruption, you're fucked anyway. So. <laughs> Right, you're never going to roll against this. So yeah, mark those in some way to know you've already resisted mutation with those two characters. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, for every ten corruption points, you need a malignancy test to see if the corruption is manifested as a malignancy. Uh, rolls modified depending on the number of corruption points you already possess. Uh, if the test is failed, the character's corruption. Uh, manifests. How do I know? Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just not great that you've gone from tainted, which is zero, essentially one to 30. Now you're soiled. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is negative 10 to a malignancy first, test. First I had a character who shit himself. <laughs> oh, so you do a willpower at minus 10. Oh, okay. Ah, that's not bad. That is a 48 out of, with the minus 10, 55. You have a 65 on your... I do. Wow. Yep. Uh, you know, somehow <laughs> you're studying these runes and uh, you definitely get the sense that there's power there. Mm -hmm. So, ooh, this is what I'm going to do. 
Give me an intelligence check. Okay. 77 out of 53. <laughs> okay. Um, it's good power. I'm so now what you get, I think that, I mean, those are pretty good rolls. So I want to give you some reward uh, anyway uh, for this level. So I'm going to give you knowledge chaos runes. Ooh. But not okay. trained. That's basic. fine. Yeah. So you're yep. going to roll at half, but yep. you do. In looking at them long enough, mm-hmm. you've at least you don't know what they mean directly, but you mm-hmm. do commit some of them to memory, so that if you were to like investigate like a like a a book or something, you could say, "Oh, I recognize this one, this one, this one. These mean these things." Um, so you Would can I- now use that as a basic. Right. Would I put that under forbidden lore or forbidden lore. scholastic forbidden? Okay, forbidden lore. Yeah. Um, that takes. I'm gonna say that takes a while. Um, let me let me do a roll. I like doing rolls for things, just to double check. Uh, well, you figured probably took him a little bit of time to investigate too, right? Like he didn't mm-hmm. walk in, take a look around, and go, "Well, I guess I got to read these fucking runes now." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. All like right. I, I investigated the the the, pe- the the corpses and all that kind of yeah, stuff as yeah. well. So that yeah. All right. So by the time this happens, um, you Jarnan is kind of just like walking around, prodding things, you know. Pulling, you know, is there a secret lever or button here or whatever <laughs> on the altar? Nothing seems like there's any secret anything's or whatever. Then suddenly smells the shit. <laughs> uh, you see, he sees Kynok definitely start like observing the runes more uh, carefully. He may even sort of move closer and sort of be like, you see him kind of like mouthing he's not really like whispering whispering really he's kind of like mouthing things and looking at them nothing seems to happen directly like he hasn't like grown an another arm or anything (laughs) which is possible but didn't happen obviously um and it takes uh, it takes him a good long while he's like that for a a good long while and then he kind of like sort of like it kind of like fades out for a bit like he's kind of like you know snaps out of it not like a like hard snap just kind of like a stops investigating and kind of like is looking around again uh and then the shuttle with venari and emmaus gets uh an alert uh (laughs) <laughs> or Venari does, I guess, more specifically, uh, Bluetooth connection or whatever to the shuttle's comms. Um, you do get a signal um, from your uh, servo skull uh, that there is uh, movement in the in the temple. Fire! 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 <laughs> <laughs> I guess it does have a laser, right? So yeah, the last pistol, yeah. <laughs> Shoot that idiot. What does he do? 
Um, do we want to have that conversation before that comes in? Because then I feel like that probably takes precedence over everything else. Yeah, that's that is correct. I would say so. I think that puts a really good, you know, pin in that particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is there anything that um, that Jarnan is going to do or say when Kynock kind of like snaps out of it a bit? Uh, wrinkle his nose and walk ten feet away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh yeah uh so you guys can start your conversation i'm gonna run and grab a drink real quick but you start right. that but don't make any specific plans tell them back so i know what your plans are all right <laughs> start making rolls yeah all right this is what we're gonna do <laughs> <laughs> yeah no so we so we get in the shuttle so like when we're away from everybody and everything um you know it's just like all right so since I've got you alone, uh, we can't let Jarnan in on this bit of information. Um, and maybe not Kynock either. I'm not sure. He's he's odd, to say the least. Uh, but I guess you expect that from a navigator. Um, so the other night, uh, Roderick's brother Egon paid me a visit. Uh, and he has his hand in some things that are less than above board. Uh, one of the things happens to be that warp null goo, I guess, that we found on the crates. Uh, he traffics in that. So he propositioned me to perhaps undercut sell his current provider seems to me that there's another rogue trader that's involved in this endeavor uh there could be quite a bit of thrones in it for us uh i did slip a little bit when i mentioned the psyker to roderick i probably should have kept that a little closer to the vest i think that roderick or egon is perhaps trading in psychers uh, or at least hiding them for sure. Uh, he didn't seem like he knew anything about what was going on to the West. I, I don't believe it's his doing, but I couldn't swear to it. Uh, the question then becomes, do we become involved? Well, I think the first point you mentioned was we definitely do not let Jarna know about this. Uh, cause then any kind of decision we would make would be taken out of our hands at that point. And I don't think it matters if you are the rogue trader or not, or if we're in the middle of the warp or not, I don't think Jarnan would, uh, would react positively to, uh, us even discussing this, let alone going ahead with it. Uh, if, if you feel that this is something that's worth undertaking, then I would agree with you and back you on that. It would just depend on which, which way we decide to get involved. Uh, I don't know if you have any specific thoughts on that. Um, but I think finding a way to make some thrones off of it without being the specific focal point of it, it probably is the best option at the moment. Uh, if maybe that maybe the first thing we should do 
is try to do some investigations and find out who this other rogue trader is. So this gives us uh, a stronger hand. Either we could take it from Egon's perspective or, you know, maybe make a deal with this rogue trader. We don't know who, who they are. So that might be the first thing to do is maybe to find some more information out about them, if that's possible. Uh, I can I can needle him a little bit. Uh, he was less than thrilled the last time I spoke to him. Uh, I believe it was he who obviously tried to uh, hide the, the warp taint that was on the grain. Uh, he wants things to go smoothly here as possible without any sort of uh, encumbrance from the Imperium. Um, not quite sure. I mean, we could throw some throw some thrones his way and perhaps acquire some of the goo for ourselves. Uh, we can use that perhaps as leverage in some other endeavors that we may encounter. Uh, I don't see that we would necessarily need to hide psychers or psychic, psychic phenomenon from anyone. Um, we are granted, uh, you know, certain liberties as a rogue trading crew, so I don't feel like we would need to do that. Uh, I don't know that we want to become enmeshed in a power struggle with another rogue trader. And uh, that was my thought specifically was, you know, the, obviously Egon has a deal with that rogue trader. Nothing's stopping us from making a deal with that rogue trader ancillary to anything that's going on with Egon. Uh, I don't think you should go back and try to get information from him to him thrones or thrones. I don't think he would react positively or not positively. I don't think it would move him if we tried to offer him thrones for information. If you specifically or we could create or come up with some contacts here, they may be able to ferret out some information for us. If Egon is making deals with another rogue trader or making deals around psychers, then obviously that rogue trader will have to make an appearance on the planet. Uh, so we may be able to find someone here who would be able to uh, give us that information and cut Egon out of, or let to eliminate Egon knowing that we are doing some investigations on the side. I feel my uh, budding relationship with Lavinia may uh, pay dividends in the long run then. Uh, as she's uh, administratum on the planet, she can perhaps uh, contact me if someone of note arrives at the planet while we're not here, which will be all the time. And I'm assuming, <clears throat> I'm assuming if we do have some input into who becomes the next head of the harvest cult, that may be someone else we can cultivate, pardon the pun, to, uh, keep on our side just to be our eyes and ears. It's always better to have more than one set of eyes and ears, more the better. Ah, indeed. Uh, chatting with Oros much, have you? Uh, out of character. Now I'm stuck. <laughs> no, he's, he's just breaking your balls. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I couldn't remember if I did. No, uh, absolutely not, sir. Uh, anything that I undertake or, am involved with, I make sure you give the go-ahead or are kept in the loop about it. 
All right. So he so so as you're like, you know, politically maneuvering, he kind of like, you know, straightens up a little bit. Like, are you? What are you doing? And then you're like, no, 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 no. So he kind of like, you know, sags back down, like imperceptibly. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So I don't, I don't want, I didn't want to give off the vibe that I was scheming. I was trying to more make it that, yeah, anything I'm doing is because you've said to, or if I've done yeah. something, I've kept you up to, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, um, cool. I mean, he's a rogue trader. He's got to be a little bit paranoid. <laughs> I mean, he's trying to groom you as, as the number two, so you want to get too big for your britches. Well, yeah, exactly, because then you wouldn't be rogue trader. <laughs> um, I think I think the key is definitely to find a way to maximize any benefit we can get from this, but also not to become too intertwined that it would. Uh, hamper any of the other things we have going on we've had quite a few discussions in the recent past with different organizations uh who have seen the benefit of using us in different missions i wouldn't want us to go down one path that would cut off any opportunity to make some crowns from some other Ah, indeed um your uh your idea of uh potentially leveraging Adelar if he indeed is uh, crowned the new Harvest King is uh, certainly could pay dividends as well and could go a long way to placating Jarnan and future endeavors if uh, someone of his choice is promoted. And even if he doesn't make that, because I'm, I have a feeling that Roderick will take his own his own opinion on this and probably doesn't want us interfering too much. So even if Adelard doesn't make it to the pinnacle, at least if he knows that we have spoken up for him and have his back, uh, specifically maybe with John and sponsorship, it would be good to have, uh, to have someone uh, planet side that would be able to give us some information. We would just have to find out a way, maybe not letting Adelard know specifically everything maybe use Jarnan as the the wedge to get Adelard on our side indeed all right well with that I, I believe that perhaps uh, I will speak to Egon and see if we can procure uh, a certain amount of the liquid for ourselves that we may use however we see fit if we can sell it we can sell it uh, if we can determine some avenue for that uh, meanwhile, I will try to have Oros see what he can wheedle out with uh, the network that we have at our disposal. And, uh, of course, uh, Lavinia will hopefully be amenable to um, providing any information that may be useful to us. Obviously, the uh, keeping this under wraps is probably a key. So, as you said, just between you and I at the moment. Indeed. On the ship. <laughs> Obviously, on the ship, but just you and I. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it probably goes on for like another couple of minutes and then like beep, beep, beep as the, uh, <laughs> as the calm starts to go off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, does it... I mean, so how would it communicate then? I mean, is it just like an alert then? Or does it... If, you, <sighs> if it's your servo skull, right? Do you have... Do you have any, because obviously you communicate with it because it's always with you. Do you have something on you 
if it's remote or would it be alerting the actual shuttle itself? So, I, you know, these are things that like come up that we've never discussed before. Um, so could we have it that, you know, it's kind of like a home alarm. So like the comm alerts me that there's a message or whatever. And then I pull up, you know, pull out the data pad and the skull is like linked to some uh, you know, it's screaming. At you. There's a guy outside sure. your house kind of thing. Like, I, is that feasible? Uh, I, I mean, it would, it would have, I guess there's two things here. One mm-hmm. is like the general range of it versus being able to communicate like the jet like if you weren't like if you were just on a station where it wasn't oh no he froze uh oh i just like i know but then it literally there's two nails (laughs) oh no which one's the real one they both have beards (laughs) (laughs) they're both evil (laughs) yeah it said like hey you're Connection dropped, and then it reset me to already in. Anyway, uh, I'm going to say this. Normally, you do not have miles of contact range with the skull. I'm saying, like, essentially what's happening here is it is picking up the signal from the shuttle and transmitting to the shuttle's more sensitive equipment that then relays to you what's going on so for camera and stuff you would have like data slate it you you can issue orders through comms to it but it doesn't really talk talk yeah i didn't Um, think so so it would be more like alarms or alerts and that sort of thing but you can say like you know attack that thing and it'll attack that thing um if you tell it, but like if you're on a space station or if you were like walking, it wouldn't have been able to contact you this far. Right. right. It's right. just because you have like the Uber signal from the shuttle that it can do that. Otherwise it's something like, I don't even know if you could go a kilometer, but it would be less than a kilometer for sure that it would like relay information. Okay. So I really don't know what's happening then other than, well, if the shuttle starts beeping and it's the servo skull and we left it there for a specific reason, we probably look at each other and go, oh, shit, we're <laughs> something's going on. Step yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Go faster. Yeah. And it can also, I mean, it can send you a sick, like you could see its camera on your data slate because it's communicating via the shuttle. So, oh, okay. Okay. All right. So we can see it. What I'm saying is it has all of its functionality that you have now only because you're in a more powerful community. You have a more powerful antenna. If you were like walking, you wouldn't have had any of that functionality because it was too far. But now you can do anything you want. It's fully functional. All right. So he pulls out the data slate. He plugs it into the, uh, the console. So what the fuck? And he, you know, like swipes it all over and he sees Kynock like, Tracing his finger along the fucking chaos runes and shit. Yeah, he's like, "What the fuck? We've been gone for two hours." What the Jarn fuck? poking his flamer at the side of the yeah, so, <laughs> He just like so. Then he, he like he hits the button on the com on the shuttle for like Jarn. He's like, "Jarnin, Jarnin, are you there? Jarnin, what are you doing?" Uh, it's Jarnin just gonna like looking looking, looking around like what. God? 
the, the, sh- the, the skull, I was going to say shuttle. The skull, <laughs> you know, starts to, like, come closer down, but, like, out of reach of, like, your hand. And he says, what the fuck is Kynok doing? <laughs> are you watching him? What are you guys doing in there? <laughs> Investigating. <laughs> There's ca- get the fuck out of there. There's chaos rooms. We're on our way. We're gonna be there in twenty minutes. Yeah. I got this. Go back to All he's doing is reading the wall. Chaos runes. <laughs> yeah. Flamethrower. You're gonna nuke the navigate. How are we gonna get the fuck back out of there? We need him. Yeah, I'm just gonna if he summons a demon, I'll burn it. Captain, I'm not worried about him. Did I summon anything? Practically zero. Have I am with a man of the cloth. Have faith. And just wave. Okay, I don't like to agree with him, but yeah, have faith. If he grows a third arm, I'll burn it off. Like. Jarnan <sighs> uh, like, would, would definitely know. Though that that uh, knowledge of chaos is able to corrupt, simply look like reading chaos runes could corrupt you. You would know oh. that for sure. Son of a bitch. Okay. Like, like, uh, yeah. So the the tenets of corruption are uh, the things that can corrupt warp shock. That's like um, uh, if you fail fear tests from a warp entity, rending the veil, that's like if you're actually exposed to the warp, like if someone opens a warp breach. Uh, sorcery, which is like read, like witnessing rituals or invoking of demons. Blasphemous lore can corrupt. So studying tomes, pick logs, and debased artworks even can corrupt. Dark deeds, which is like actually like pursuing uh, forbidden lore to appease a demon or doing evil things in service of a demon and literal like demonic persuasion uh, using like warp psyker magic. Um, but you would know that bla- that this is blasphemous lore. So you could be not worried that he's looking at it, but you do know that it is able to corrupt someone for sure. And it is forbidden for anyone to know that like know this stuff what about eating demons i mean that's also super not good like that's <laughs> also super bad but in this case he was corrupted into eating the demon <laughs> so it was a side okay, effect so. not a source but you would know that it's not you okay, would know so that I'll there's just... potential for corruption gotcha so yeah no i'm i'll keep an eye on him and you know if he shits his pants again, I'll do something about it. Again? I was Kane. Kane was always shitting his pants. Running around screaming. <laughs> he, yeah, Kane's not the only one anymore. God damn it. Alright. If anything happens, let me know. We'll be there in 20 minutes. Yeah, we'll still be standing here and he'll still be staring at the <laughs> stupid runes in 20 minutes. Just- Kane's guys are up at the door. Just relax. Have faith that God Emperor will contain the demon magic in this room. In Jarnan and you, I always have faith. 
you know, lying is blasphemous. <laughs> he, just, like, he just slams the console, <laughs> cuts the connection. <laughs> wow, that's so. That's like the most lenient Jarnum's ever been. Like Kynok must be his best friend to let him just read fucking evil runes, dude. No, you guys have it backwards. <laughs> if Kynok becomes a demon, that's one more thing I get to burn. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm going to cue the, the odd couple theme behind that whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Kynok totally thinks that you get, that we're besties now. <laughs> He's um, like, we read chaos runes. Right? And as a retcon, just so you know, so you have basic... Uh, in the chaos runes, but you know for sure the names of the four uh, chaos gods, <laughs> like the symbols for them. Uh, oh, and like they that. are definitely all four of them are referenced on the wall, <laughs> and you know which you can feel essentially like it transmits that knowledge without you needing a translation for those. They're so powerful that you would know the four names. Uh, totally and if you want to look them up, you can that. look them up or I can tell them to you. <laughs> no, I'm looking them up. I already got them pulled up. It's cool. So I knew Nurgle was an easy one. Yeah, for listeners, that. it's Corn, Teench, Nurgle, and Slanesh. Bless uh, you. Corn is the Lord of Battle, who basically just friends, he's like a berserker. Teench is like the one for fate and like, uh, like bind it, like uh, he's basically like the fate weaver. Uh, Nurgle is the lord of decay, and Slanesh is like uh, pleasure and excess. Wait, that's so, even Ari's guy. So, I mean, Slanesh, <laughs> let me tell you, you're like party time. I don't know how it's, I don't know how it's that bad because I'm pretty sure if you're like in Slanesh's like section of the fucking warp where he is it's just a big fuck party for like <laughs> eternity but like somehow a bad one <laughs> you know, this this is this is a good idea now <laughs> okay so i just want to make sure i get something correct we're currently on a planet basically doing battle with an evil cult who harvest corn and corn is the name of the battle demon. Uh, corn K H O R N E. Backward K. <laughs> That's how they spell corn on this planet. No wonder uh, it's <laughs> chaos. Freaking. Uh, actually, no. They are. They are. Uh, they harvest grain, so not even necessarily corn. It's it. It could be wheat as well, or uh, maize. I think. I think Jarnan's just looking for any reason to burn. I know it is. <laughs> I was going to make a Native American. I don't remember who, what movie or I was going to reference that or as the Native Americans call it, maze. But anyway, <laughs> I don't remember where that was from. Enough to Google that now. Um, but yeah, so you'll, you, would, you would recognize those anytime you see them because that could be helpful in the future if you run into chaos. Oh, it stuff. totally will be. So, It'll be helpful somehow. Helpful in quotes. Yeah. It's also it good that I can, like, you know, I want to be able to remember that, like, you don't need to, like, roll to know. You would at least recognize right. if, like, a follower of one of them has, like, a symbol on them, you would notice it and know right. it. But, yeah. 
carved into their face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, look at that guy. That's kind of weird, huh? <laughs> I'm checking to make sure my design is just nails. It's not any kind of room carved <laughs> into my face. <laughs> so we land, get out of the shuttle, uh, meet with our now Venari's guys, and say uh, more now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so changing plans. Uh, it's going to take them a couple of days to get things together. Uh, we're going to go and grab the other two. Uh, all things quiet out here. Anything? See anything? Roger that. Yep. Haven't seen uh, any movement. This place is uh, dead zone. All right. That's why we like it. Back out in a minute, hopefully. <laughs> Roger that, boss. We'll be here. All right. Head down. So as we like enter the chamber, then what do we see? I assume the skull like rockets down to my shoulder, beeping and chirping like, I I got him. I caught him. He's in trouble now. I got it all on video. Uh, You see, uh... (laughs) I just imagine that the the servo skull now has a vendetta against Kynog. I just imagine like it's it's always gonna be following you. So like it's like right behind you, and when you look back, you like look, and it's like, <laughs> it's, like away <laughs> constantly. You're like son of a bitch, that thing. Um, yeah. So you see, uh, Jarnan still kind of like bored, tapping at stuff at this point, but watching uh, Kynok. Kynok is. He's still like looking at the runes, but not like deeply entranced by them at this point. He's kind of like looking around and just more observing. Benari kind of like takes that in, and then his eyes start to like go past the ruins, and he just like fucking shudders, and then like immediately like averts his eyes to the floor, and he's like, "All right, are you guys ready to go?" Uh, Probably get at like he's you know doing like the twirl in his hand motion, like let's get the fuck out of here. So, not to tempt fate, but there's nothing we have to do, right? So, if if Venari and I walk in, we don't have any heightened knowledge or abilities, right? It depends on if you are going in and purposely like focusing on them or if you're looking around and in like okay. investigating no, you don't I, have to be psychic to okay be okay in. okay and that was my question if do okay so i'm i'm not not like completely covering my eyes yeah. but i'm i'm looking at the i'm looking at Kynok, not not the not the runes themselves yeah. like I, venari saw... looking away on purpose is like yeah. purposely trying to resist versus yeah. like being open yeah to it I, I saw him eating demon flesh, so I'm not going to look at the chaos runes. All right, so yeah, I mean, I was just like, let's let's go. You guys done? Let's uh, let's get out of here. Ah, yes, yes. Find anything interesting? He's like already starting to walk back out again. <laughs> uh, no. Well, then I guess that's good. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so I'll I'll come up to Jarnan and say, you could just like lower my voice. Did you find anything interesting? No. Okay. Then I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll <laughs> breathe out a big sigh, like a, oh, thank God. And start walking back up the tunnel. Jarnan almost, 
almost uh sadly more sadly yeah <laughs> no i didn't get to shoot him kicks a rock <laughs> hmm. it was a bad day <laughs> as, as we get back out towards the uh back out towards the shuttle he says well jordan i've got some good news for you okay they uh have uh held you know they're doing their investigation uh they have sequestered a few members of the harvest cult indefinitely let's say um i suggested or asked if perhaps he wanted us to help with the investigation uh if you feel the need to interrogate or further investigate you've been given i don't want to say carte blanche but carte blanche to uh do what may be necessary if you feel the need to do some further cleansing so this time it is actually okay by you to do the thing that you want me to do. Unlike last Yes, but in a more subtle fashion. We, we have to pretend that everything here is okay. We're going to get rid of We're going to take the grain, but we're going to dump it. Obviously, we cannot feed this to the emperor's children, but we want to proceed... Uh, forward with this planet uh, being accepted fully back into the Imperium. Uh, as Kynok noted, the fields themselves uh, seemed um, clean of, of the warp taint, uh, so there's no reason why this planet shouldn't be a good producer for the Imperium. The other thing that we spoke to uh, Roderick about was now that the Harvest Mother is gone, uh, they need to promote someone in her stead. Uh, I had mentioned that you spoke positively of Adelar. Uh, so if you wish to talk to Roderick about his potential involvement as the new Harvest Master, um, you obviously spent more time with the man than, than any of us had. Perhaps it would pay some dividends down the road. That actually isn't a bad idea for once. He, you know, he inclines his head to you like, of course, it's a good idea. <laughs> Um, other than that, uh, they are going to have a festival uh, to celebrate their uh, being reunited with the Imperium and to uh, assuage any uh, misunderstanding, any hurt feelings about what has already transpired. So we, uh, we do have a little bit of time here still. Uh, it'll take some time to load the grain anyway. So if you wish to undertake any of those things, uh, it will take them a few days to... Uh, roll some artillery out here. They're going to uh, destroy this, you know, kind of waves his hand temple um, and bury it under tons and tons of rock. Uh, so we can't have you just standing around out here. That's fine. Before we leave, I would like to do a flyby in the shuttle to make sure they actually did destroy it. Uh, of course. For lack of a better term, I have trust issues with the hierarchy on this planet. Uh, Roderick himself seems okay, if perhaps uh, somewhat in the dark as to what's actually happening here. Uh, but as you recall, the Harvest Mother seemed okay as well. 
I don't believe I actually. Oh, I did speak to her. Yes, before you uh, write. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, we can have uh, Kynock work his magic when we get back to the palace and see if he senses anything else within the walls. That would be ideal. Uh, also, where are we dumping the rations? I assume we could just vent that hold out into space and be done with it. Okay. Towards a star? Fire does cleanse. Uh, indeed. Uh, we can do that. Uh, if you have any other suggestions, I'm open. Uh, but we do need to leave with the grain as if there is no trouble. Perfect. And then once we vent, uh, myself and a few acolytes will go into the hold and make sure that it's completely empty and burn any traces that are left. Sounds like an excellent idea. Good deal. Uh, well, I guess they you are wise beyond your years. <laughs> he just smiles because he knows you don't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> I was half expecting to be like, you know, blasphemy is a lying. <laughs> blasphemy. <laughs> if nobody else wants to do anything, then I guess we get in the shuttle and fade to black on the thrusters. Party yeah. time. Yeah, the shuttle takes off. Everyone, yeah, everyone lives up. The shuttle takes off. You head back to the capital and are ready for, well, another day of whatever you're going to do for a week, I guess. <laughs> I know what Venari's doing for a week. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, yeah. So that was, uh, that was pretty good. Cool. It was good to get back to it. I I missed this game. Yeah, that was a good session. I thought that one went really well, actually. I was we went pretty quick with stuff, and now that I'm caught back up, and I generated like five new missions for you. So nice. And I wrote them down. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> That's usually helpful. Like now, I even I wrote them down and wrote who you could potentially be talking to about them. So you know, I've like upgrade. I this is uh, this is the 2019 version of Trader <laughs> nice. 2.0. It, it's like the anti fear itself game where we actually get shit done. <laughs> yeah, like there wasn't like a there wasn't a whole thing planning of how you're gonna fly your ship and. Uh, <laughs> so yeah went, went well and before I forget let's do let's do 300 XP All right. oh, I think that takes us to another level it may you're pretty close you son of a bitch <laughs> whoops I'm keeping it that way usually I bump you up but it's definitely not worth 400 I was going to do 2 but we're going to go 3 yeah, I mean it was mostly just RP, so yeah. and it was good. I thought I think it went really well, so yeah. I, I like that one. Yeah, I mean I guess it went okay. Kind of, kind of pissed off that reached my corruption. I mean, I like how you're mad that you don't get horrendous mutations. <laughs> you should. You're like lucky. You're like the you didn't fuck, get one. Yeah. yeah, you're like real like. I mean, as a fucking, you know, psyker navigator, like, you're collecting corruption like crazy, and you're just like, nah, not affected. 
<laughs> I don't. I don't fucking play that shit. So ticked off. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? More demon flesh I eat, more corruption I get. Yeah, so that's true. Let's hope <laughs> that just keeps rolling. I mean, some of these are like that. You really didn't like the malignancies aren't as good. Like mutations, some of them are actually not bad. Like oh, they yeah. actually help you, right? So, but the other ones are like, <coughs> you know, uh, like night eyes might be okay, I guess, where like light hurts your eyes. Oh, but you actually don't get a benefit at night, so that doesn't help. You can have like weeping wounds. Ooh. Dark hearted. This is dark hearted. Where you just you already have that? Because it's <laughs> role play wise. You're increasingly cruel, callous, and vindictive, and you reduce fellowship by one d10 permanently. Oh, that would be oh, awesome. Wow. Yeah, there's several of them that give you a stat. Fellowship like, is already out of the main stats, my second lowest. Wow. <laughs> I mean, one of them uh, like makes everything taste like ash to you. Oh, ash! Yeah. <laughs> tastes like ash. <laughs> I mean, I think my favorite one because you could get a lot of flavor out of the strange addiction, where like you're addicted to a bizarre and unnatural substance. That's what, that's what I already have. <laughs> oh, is that the demon? That's the demon that's flesh. The one. demon flesh. Because I like. One of them has suggested the taste of widow's tears. Yep. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> but yeah, the I do I do think the uh the the demon flesh is even more fucked up because yeah. it does say it's freakish enough to cause serious suspicion if found out. Now we all watched them. All of you guys know, <laughs> and it's really fucked up. Of course, it's helpful that he is literally required for you to get anywhere. <laughs> it's like that motherfucker's my ride, even though he's crazy <laughs> as fuck. But like, if anyone else saw it, yeah, you might be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Well, shit. I don't know. I think Roderick's guys would would have seen that, right? I mean, we took like twenty guys with us. Yeah, but we were if... inside. They were all outside. Yeah. Were they outside? Okay. Yeah. yeah. At least I thought so. I didn't yeah. assume they went in. Okay. I I can't remember. It's been like four years since we played. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to wish that you roll a blackouts where you have inexplicable blackouts. And when they occur, what happens is up to me. <laughs> That's my favorite. I'm down with all that. of them. That sounds awesome. <laughs> That's the one I really wanted in my Dark Heresy game, but I never got that one. Shit, don't I'll even make him roll. Just it. give it to him. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I will try to get one for you. Jesse, you'll have to look it up to see what the number is and be like, oh, look at that. Uh, I rolled a 42. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty hard. It's 91 through 93. So there's only three numbers that give I can make that up. That's a tough one. <laughs> We'll see. All right. Cool. All right. Well, fun session. Thanks yeah. for everybody yeah. for, for playing and Neil for running. It's awesome. Uh, now that we're at the end of the, the show here, uh, we want to remind you to check out our sponsors. We have Birds of a Feather Coffee. They have the awesome Night Owl Blend and the even awesomer 
Legends of Tabletop Legendary Brew. Uh, Legendary Brew is a medium roast. It's a mix of a, of a Rwandan and something else. Guatemalan. Uh, so you don't want to give away the <laughs> I mean, you got the brewer right here, <laughs> the roaster right here. Uh, you know, it'll, it's going to change. Uh, well, it's actually going to change like now because I just got new beans in. So All it'll right. be a different. It'll taste the same, but it'll be a different mix of beans. Nice. Okay, cool, cool. So if you order from the uh, from the link in the show notes below, or if you use tinyurl.com forward slash legendary brew, uh, you can order that legendary brew or the Night Owl Blend or any of the other awesome coffees over at Birds of a Feather Coffee. Uh, if you use the code LEGENDS10, you're going to get 10% off your order. And shipping is always free. So if you like coffee, it's a no-brainer. Supporting the sponsors helps, uh, you know, support the show and allows us to do this thing kind of offsets costs a little bit. So we hope you'll check that out. Uh, we're on all the social media things. If you want to follow all that and there is a Patreon up, it has zero content right now, but if you want to jump in on that $1 level, you get the thanks and the shout out and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I will get some posts up there to make those other pledge levels uh, tenable for people to give us money for, you know, right now it would be nothing, but, we appreciate you checking it out. We appreciate everybody listening, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com. All right, do we want to cut to the shuttle landing? Do we want to... Uh, yeah, yeah, shuttle, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So that's a good question. Do we want to leave it, or I don't want to do much past? I mean, unless you want to give me more corruption. Um, well, so I was thinking we can let. Um, so then let Jarnan in on what we want to let him in on, as far as um, mentioning Adelar, and you know, see if he wants to help investigating that they're going to do the festival. Blah blah blah. Um, you want to cut it after that, and then we could be like in the shuttle on our way back. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, I'll probably just cut all this out, and then we'll just do it. <laughs> all right. So I guess we land. Uh, Venari comes I, out. Never mind. Sorry. What? <laughs> You're gonna have to edit this too. I was gonna be like, that's what I do with foreplay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Nailed it! <laughs> ah, jeez. Okay, well, you know, it gets cut, but it just gets put at the end of the credits, so it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> All right.